Taking you on this morning. Good morning, Nikki. Good morning. been waiting on it. Yes. Lord have mercy. It's happening right now, right where you are. Something has to break. Ah, my God. Kiana, it is Kiara Sheard and Tasha Cobb. I'm going to write it in here. It's Kier, Sheard, and Tasha Cobb. Something has to break. Something has to break. Something has to break. Yes. 
it's gotta break right now it doesn't matter what it is you've been praying for a long time you've been waiting for a long time waiting and praying and fasting praying and waiting 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 and it's breaking 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 hallelujah it's breaking right now god yes god hallelujah yes god yes god we gotta believe that he can do it we gotta believe that he can fix it we gotta believe that he'll bring us through it we gotta believe we gotta believe we gotta believe Whoa, something has to break. We gotta believe something has to break because he's gonna lead us through it. My God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Oh my God, hallelujah. Yes, Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord have mercy. Lord, Lord, Lord. Something has to break. Lord have mercy. Something has to break. You got to be able to understand that something has to break. Amen. We're going to go ahead and get started. Um, there is um, just a, a small, let's see. Um, Uh, Lord have mercy. I want y'all to hear something else. I want y'all to hear something else. This is going to bless you. I want y'all to hear this. And we're going to get started. We are going to get started, but I want y'all to hear this. Kiara Sheard, man, she is really, this one right here is one of my favorites from Kiara Sheard here recently. Listen. Listen. Good morning, Pam. Good morning, Christy. Please don't judge me. Please don't judge me. Please don't judge me. <laughs> Come on. Please don't judge me. Please don't judge me. 
Come on. You know that I'm feeling so free. I be chilling, I just do with me. We turned up and we killing this beat. Go ahead and get on your feet. Please don't judge me. 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 Come on, y'all. Please don't judge me. 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 Yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, Sandra. Please don't judge me. <laughs> Fire. Yes, that was fire. And I love when and I love when Missy Elliott says that was fire. <laughs> I love it. 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 That was Kiara Sheard and Missy Elliott. And I love it. I just love it. I love it. I love it. I do. I love it. And so um, we're going to go ahead and get started. I want to go ahead and um, there's three on my live right now. So if you will go ahead and share this to your pages, um, share, 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 um, tune, having to uh, invite somebody to come in. We all don't share the same family, the same friends. And so you may hear something that's, that may bless somebody else. Amen. And so we want God to get the glory. Amen. We want God to get the glory out of our story. We, we don't want to take any credit from him. Amen. We don't want to take any credit from the Lord whatsoever. And we want to give him all the glory, all the credit and all the honor for what he has done. And for th those of you that came on and listen to those two songs that I had, um, listen to those two songs that I had shared is because I love Kiara Sheard. And, you know, and of course, you know, and then, you know, when I first met her, um, you know, well, when I first saw her in person and, you know, the attire that she had on, I was like, mm, I don't think that she should have wore that because of the um, because of the um, the place that, you know, we were in and we were doing and everything. But, you know, literally I, people said to me, 
well, look at what you wear, you know, and look at your style and, and look at, you know, um, the attire that you wear and look at what you put on. And, you know, somebody may be, be saying the same thing about you that you don't need to wear a headband or you don't want to need to wear red lipstick or you don't need to wear a short mini skirt. So you don't need to wear tennis shoes. You know, we all have something on us or in us or that identifies us as something that nobody likes. And so with the, with the, what happens is we find ourselves trying to be like everybody else. And we were trying to find our own identity. And so, you know, God even had to show me that's just who she is. That's her identity. That's what, you know, um, this is what she does. And I saw a post on uh, Pastor Woody Martin's page, and it was a lot of people well, well, let me not say this. I, I didn't read all of it, but I only read one person that, you know, that had, you know, stated that um, he, um, the pastor, you know, shouldn't be wearing, you know, looking like, dressing like the world and, you know, and things like that. And so it takes me back to that place sometimes. Um, and and let's, let me, oh, let me say this. Thank you all of the spirit. Let me say this. I never, I will never judge anybody by the, the way that they dress. But my husband, he has always taught us that when you go minister before the people, you should not eat. You shouldn't look like the world or you shouldn't be so clashy that people will take you would cause people to take their focus off of the word of God. And they will put their focus on your shirt, your pants, your shoes, your hat, your scarf, whatever it is. It takes their focus off of Jesus. Good morning, Pastor Davis. And, you know, and I understood. So I understood her concept and I understood their concept. But at the end of the day, one man plants, another man waters, but God gives the increase. And if we are truly giving people the word of God and we are truly um, uh, uh, leading people to Jesus Christ, then that should be our main focal point. That should be our main point. That should be our main focus of who can we draw to Christ? Who can we draw them um, through the word of God without looking so flashy? Um, and that's the thing. I don't think that she was being disrespectful. I just think that she was... Um, you know, going through the word of God, it, it, it tells us women that we are to wear things um, that is appealing to the word. Um, we shouldn't have flashy earrings and uh, loud bangles and things of that sort. But but listen, to each his own, hallelujah, to each his own. If that ministry doesn't feel uncomfortable with how he brings the word, then okay, that's, that's them. Um, if you wouldn't allow it in your house of God, if you wouldn't allow it um, to be ministered in your place, that's your choice. That's your preference. But I don't think that people should be brought down and disrespected um, because of what they choose to wear, because we, we, we may not like it, but we have to respect it. And uh, uh, and I said that, um, and I want to write that because I need to put that on a t-shirt because I've been saying that here in the last, well, I've been saying that since 2013. Because my husband, when he came out of FBH, he came out in 2011. And some of the people that we ministered with and some of the people that we fellowship with, he would have, he would call on upon him and have them to come and preach or do a conference. And it was told to him that they could no longer fellowship with us. They, they, they could no longer um, come and support anything that we had going on because we were no longer a part of FBH. So my husband was very upset because he had built a relationship and a rapport with these pastors and with these bishops. And so he was so hurt. And even in that time, you know, I was just coming out of a backslidden space. So, you know, I was still, you know, not 100% where I was supposed to be either. 
but thank you holy spirit but i never forget i had called my best friend and i was talking to her about it and the lord had to speak to me listen she's still a part of that ministry and you have to be careful what you say to her because you don't want to draw her because of your opinion or your advice or what you don't like that's a ministry that she chooses to stay with so you got to be careful even with just sharing things with her i understand and god was speaking to this to me i promise you God was saying to me, I understand she's your best friend. I understand that she's in your life, but be careful because that's the ministry that she chooses to stay with. And you got to be careful with your words. And I was blow drying my hair and I and literally the Lord said, you might not like it, but you have to respect it. Lord have mercy. You might not like it, but you must respect it. Listen. When Lord spoke that to me, I was able to call my best friend back and I said, listen, let me apologize to you because even when I feel like they're doing wrong or they're doing something that they should not be doing and something as petty as that, I should have not brought it to you. I should have doing what I'm doing now. I'm talking to God. I'm upset. My husband is upset. Taking it to God in prayer and leaving it there. I literally had to, to apologize because I never want my words or my opinion or my advice to steer her away from a place that she chooses to worship in. And so many times we, we get so disrespectful, we get so rude, we get so blatant and we begin to speak our opinions about what we're saying concerning the men and women of God. And we gotta be careful. Listen, the word, it's a thin line between love and hate. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a thin line between love and hate because of our personal opinions, because of our emotions, because of our feelings. But we have to know, and we have to understand, we must go through the word of God. And if they don't do what you do, then if you don't like it, you got to respect it. If they don't teach the way that you teach, you may not like it, but you must respect it. If they don't move the way that you move, you may not like it, but you must respect it. If they don't preach the way that you preach, you may not like it, but you must respect it. If they don't do anything in their ministry that you do and you don't like it, you still must respect it. Why? Because the scripture tells us, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Because the scripture clearly says to us, touch not my anointing and do my prophets no harm. You have to be careful how and what you say to the men and women of God. It doesn't matter if you feel like they're... Um, they're not where they're supposed to be. It doesn't matter if they're not doing what you think they're supposed to be doing. It doesn't matter if they, if they are transparent. It doesn't matter if they're, they're, they're a prosperity preacher. It doesn't matter if they are a, a, a joyous preacher. It doesn't even matter if they don't even speak or preach against sin and hell and heaven. It does not matter. You must be careful how you put your mouth on the men and women of God because we're, because you don't understand or you don't get it or you're not that person or you're not that way or you don't do this and you wouldn't go there. Okay, we get it, but you must be careful. The Bible tells us in Proverbs, it says that there's six things that the Lord hates, but the seventh is an abomination. And that's sowing discord amongst the brethren. Jesus, God hates, God hates. It's an abomination to him. If the men and women of God are sowing discord amongst the body of believers, and you have to be able to understand that you got the tread so lightly. And that's why, and that is why I said, that is exactly why I said, it's like a thin line between love and hate. 
because you have to be so careful. You got to tread so lightly. You got to be able to know the district, the difference in gossiping and restoring. You have to know the difference in discord and restoring. You have to know the difference between division and restoring. You have to know the difference. You must know the difference. You must know the difference. And so with that being said, we're going to go ahead and get started. Whew. That was not even in my notes. So I move. I, I praise God. And, and even in that, I praise God. Lord knows I do. This is day 12 of 21 days of fasting and praying and deliverance. there this is day 12 21 days and we're on day 12 we are on day 12 we is on day 12 we is on day 12 <laughs> i'm just being silly i'm trying to get i'm trying to put this thing in here and i don't want to mess it up so but we're if you just bear with me please 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 bear with me bear with me bear with me bear with me i just want to there we go there we go there we go there we go all right bear with me y'all please bear with me because we're we're about done we are bound done. All right, 21 days of fasting and praying and healing and deliverance. Day 12. I wanted to put that in my notes. Wanted to put that in my notes. Put that in my notes. Put that in my notes. Okay, here we go. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Okay. So moving forward. So I wanted to just throw all that out of the way. Um, it, it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't in my notes, but it must have been what God wanted me to share. And so I'm doing just that. Amen. And so, hey, Chauncey. Hey, Pastor uh, Murphy. So good to see y'all on here. Okay. So 21 days fasting and praying, healing and deliverance. What is overtaking you? Galatians chapter six, positive versus negative. Amen. And I have been starting out with comfort for troubled Christians written by JC Brumfield. And so uh, yesterday we started this. Another thing that he wanted to talk about was the disease, the cure and the consequences. So on yesterday, we talked about worry is a disease. So today we're going to talk about worry is a sin. And it goes right in tune with Galatians chapter six. Amen. And so it, uh, he says, God says, be anxious for nothing. Philippians 4 and 6. That's the scripture that he's coming from in this chapter. This is a clear command. And to break God's commandment is sin. A healthy person may be transformed into an invalid in a few months by worry. Clinical case histories in the offices of physicians and instructions all over the world bear ample proof of this. How about our spiritual lives? Worry chokes the word of God and keeps our lives from being fruitful. And some fell among thorns. 
and the thorns sprung up and choked them. He also that received seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word and the care of this world choked the word and he becometh unfruitful. Matthew chapter 13, um, verse seven and verse 22. Amen. And that was all he had to say in that. And so on tomorrow, we'll talk about worry is necessary. Amen. Amen. So with all of that being said, we head to Galatians chapter six, um, starting at the uh, the first verse, of course, where it says, if you find your brethren overtaken in a fault, you, which are spiritual, are to restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, lest thou also be tempted. And so many times we have to understand that we, we should not get so high-minded and we should not get so beside ourselves that we think that we can't be infected, that we can't be overcome by sin, that we can't um, be overcome with witchcraft or be overcome with disobedience or we feel like we can't be caught up in sin such as fornication or adultery. And let me tell you something, those people, 90% of them are the very ones that allow themselves to get caught up in that stuff. And so many times that's only because we keep saying, oh, I, I'm too, I'm better than that. Oh, I would never do that. Oh, I would never go there. Well, oh, I would never allow this to happen. The devil is a lie. We've all been told uh, by the world standards, we should never say never. Because you never know what may happen to you. you. You never know that you might be the one to lose your job. You may never know that your husband or your wife may go outside of you on their, on your marriage. You never know that your children may be homosexual. You may never, you may never know that you may be struck with uh, 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 disobedience. You never know that you may want it with hatred in your heart and or you may, may you may never know that you may be the one that's pulling people out of their churches and bringing them over to yours. You never know what Satan has for you just as well as you don't know what God has for you. Satan knows you just as well as God knows you. That's what but he don't know you as well as God knows you. Satan is stupid. Satan is retarded. Satan is a liar. So yeah, he do have to get up pretty early in the morning to fool some of us. That That is true. But never think that you can't be caught off guard. Never think that you can't slip. Never never think that you won't find yourself dipping and slipping and sliding and hiding. Oh my God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Never think that you will never find yourself in those places because you just might. In the same way that you uh, somebody wanted you to bring them out, you're going to want somebody to bring you out. So we're in this thing together and we got to stop thinking that we, we got it all together. Some of us doesn't. Now, I just said this in the beginning. Some of you may like it and some of you may not. And it's fine. But if you don't like it, you got to respect it at the end of the day. It's just like me. I'm very transparent. I don't mind sharing my testimony. I don't mind uh, answering your questions. If you ask me, you no, know, if you ask me a question, I'll tell you no lie. I ain't going to offer you no information. You may be conversating. I may just be looking at you like. Yeah, well, you know, all you can do is pray. But if you ask me, that's why I tell people, don't tell, no, because I'm not lying. There was an incident where somebody asked me, this is this was going on, but I need you not to do this. Well, for one, it isn't going to be about me because it's a whole place where everybody's going to be doing the same thing. And if this individual calls me, I'm not going to lie. So at that moment, I lost three friends from one situation, which it didn't bother me because it just let me know where your heart really is. Because at the end of the day, 
you can't tell me, you cannot tell me that there are some people who does not know what really is going on. So it's not about who you're friends with. It's not about who you're connected to. It's about walking in your, in your character. It's about walking with integrity. It's about walking in holiness. It's about walking in righteousness. And yeah, in times past when I was unsaved, I would hide some stuff. <laughs> but now that I have a relationship with the Lord, I ain't trying to go to hell for you over what you got going on. If I listen, if I go to hell, it's going to be because of what I did. <laughs> if I go to hell, it's not going to be because of you. If I go to hell, it's going to be because of me and what I got going on at the end of the day. I will not stand before God and say, and he said to me, why didn't you try to restore them? Why didn't you tell them what was right or wrong? He ain't going to hear my excuses. He's going to say, I'm sorry, depart from you. I mean, depart from me. And your works were of iniquity. I used to know you. I don't know you anymore. And I'm just like, oh, my God. So, no. So in that situation, I did. But I was but I also confronted it. I also confronted it. And the thing about it is this. Even when I confronted it and tried to have a decent conversation, it was put off as if that, that's not who I am. That's not my character. That's not my integrity. And then at the end of the day, it was. So even you didn't, because, because of how you know me from my past, now you want to destroy me because of what you had going on. And let me say this thing. You only goes, no, oh, I'm free from it. Oh, I'm not mad about it. But that's testimony. The things that happened to me, I'm able to share with you so that you won't get caught up in what somebody else is going so that you won't get caught up because of what you're a part of. What is overtaking you? Is friendship that important that no matter what is being seen, no matter what is being said, and no matter what is being done, you would rather hold on to that friendship instead of telling that friend or family member or Christian or believer you shouldn't be in this place. And if you lose some folk, you lose some folk. But I would rather lose some folk for Jesus Christ then lose some folk and cause myself to go to hell. Because at the end of the day, I don't have that to do. So no, I'm not perfect, but I'm perfect. But listen, thank you, Holy Spirit. No, I'm not perfect, but, I, but I'm better than what I was yesterday. And that's the key. We got to be better than what we were on yesterday because our future depends on it. We got to walk in our victory. We got to walk in our healing. We got to walk in our deliverance. Speaking it is just speaking it. You got to put action to what you speak to. Lord have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. And now that's the truth. Whether you whether you want to look at it, whether you want to flip it, whether you want to uh, uh, turn it into where what you want to see. No, ma'am. No, sir. Nope. If I go to hell, it'll be because of my choices, my decisions. And myself, <laughs> it will become. It will because if I go to hell, excuse me, it will only be. It will only be because of three people: me, myself, and I. <laughs> not you, not they, not us, but me, myself, and I. He holds us accountable as individuals. If you say, "If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves," pray, seek my face, 
turn from their wicked ways. If my people will turn from their, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves, pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. Then I will heal their land. Then I will forgive them of their sins. So if you're if you say that you are a child of God and you need your sins pardoned, then you need to turn from your wicked ways. What are wicked ways? Disobedience. Sowing discord. Bringing division. Gossiping. Spreading rumors. Lying. Manipulation. Strife. Contention. Envy. Jealousy. Backbiting, if I didn't already say that. Those are just some of the wicked ways. Homosexuality. Threesomes. Defiling the, 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 the married bed. Those are wicked ways. Fornication. Adultery. So at the end of the day, we're helpers one to another. We're supposed to be that Galatians chapter six. And that's why I said right now in his next, and, and we're on day 12. So in the next 11 days, 10 days, and nine days. Yes, nine days. So in the next nine days, y'all are my congregation. You can call me Jehoshaphat. <laughs> Jehoshaphine, Jehoshaphatia. <laughs> because Jehoshaphat became afraid. He came weary that the enemy was, was coming to attack. And he called upon Judah. He called upon the congregation and went into a fast, went into prayer. And God spoke. He spoke. Set yourselves. Stand still. See the salvation of the Lord with you. Don't be dismayed. Don't be afraid. I will fight for you. And I paraphrase it, but you can find it in Second Chronicles chapter 20 and read that whole chapter. So because you are my congregation, I want to help you with deliverance. I want to help you with healing. I want to help you with your salvation. I want to push you to your greater. And I want to pull you out of depression. I want to pull you out of being oppressed. I want to pull you out of that man's bed. I want to pull you out of that woman's bed. I want to pull that, that hatred out of your heart. I want to pull that malice out of your heart. How can I do that? By giving you the word of God. Because that's what Galatians says to me. If I'm that spiritual one, that's what Galatians says to me. That I am, that if you are overtaken in a fault, that because I am spiritual, I am to restore you in a spirit of meekness that I may find myself in that place again one day. And I said again one day. And Lord knows I'm trying my best not to get into those places again. Oh my God. Thank you, Jesus. We must bear one another's burdens and so fulfill, so, so fulfill the law of Christ. I must help you with your burdens. Lord, thank you, Jesus. I got a call late in the midnight hour of a person going through just needing prayer because what's going on in their marriage. And all I could, and, and the Lord, and it was so hurtful that all the Lord kept saying was, "Don't say nothing." I'm purging them. I'm cleansing them. They think it's about them, but it's not. But I'm preparing them. I'm getting them ready. And I was like, "My God, 
but hearing the hurt was so devastating. Hearing the cries was so devastating. Hearing the cries was just unbearable. But at that moment, all I got to say is Jesus, 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 Jesus. Sometimes when you're that person that they call on, all you can do is call on the I'll call on Jesus or call on the word of God and listen to the Holy Spirit tell you, shh, don't say a word. Because I'm purging them. I'm recreating the situation. I'm fixing it even right now. But your heart is hurting and you feel the pain, you feel the struggle. You feel the hurt. Why? Because I've been there. I've been there. When you lose and sleep at night because you don't know what to do. You're losing sleep at night because you know what's happening. You're losing sleep at night because God don't want you to do anything but just chill. But you want to take matters into your own hands. You want to get out of your bed and you want to just go and just beat up people. And God says, no. Gotta wait. It gotta wait. It gotta wait. So that is how you now learn how to bear one another's burdens. You're praying for them. And so I want to read, I want to, I want to, we're going to go ahead and we're going to go into prayer. And after prayer, we're done. And I'm on again in the morning at 830 for the Sunday morning message. And we're going to go ahead and pray. And I want to I'll go ahead and say that I thank you all for tuning in. But just know that no matter what you're going through, no matter what is happening, no matter what is coming against you, no matter what is taking place in your life, no matter where these people are that's, that's doing things that that's not God, sometimes you just have to say, God, help me. Just give me the strength to endure. Give me the power to stand and give me the patience to hush. So Lord God, we thank you. Lord, myself and those that are with me on social media are coming to you on one accord in one place to decree and declare touching and agreeing in your name, Jesus Christ. We know we must come through you to get to the Father. Jesus, go to God on our behalf. Lord, we need a healing and a deliverance on depression and oppression. Lord, we need a healing on mental illness and sexual immorality. We are standing in the gap and interceding for those who aren't able to stand, kneel, or come to you on their own, God. Lord, hear our prayers of supplication. Hear our prayers from our heart. Lord, if we have anything in our hearts that are going to hinder our prayer, we ask that you forgive us for the known and the unknown. We don't want our prayers hindered or not heard, God. Lord, the word of God says in Matthew 18 and 19, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. And the word says in verse 20, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. So Jesus, it's more than they, it's more than three of us that are gathered together so God, I thank you for being in the midst of all of us. Forgive us of our trespasses. Forgive us of our iniquities. Forgive us of our sins of commission and omission, God. Forgive us of our transgressions. Forgive us of our adulteries, our fornications, backbiting. Lord, forgive us for gossiping and bringing division and sowing discord. Lord God, forgive us for walking in disobedience and performing witchcraft. 
Lord God, forgive us of anything that we haven't or I haven't mentioned that isn't like you or can't be a part of you and should not be a part of us. And Lord, forgive us and forgive those who do not know what they do. The word in Psalms 19 and 12 says, who can understand the error of his ways? Cleanse me from my secret faults. Jesus said in his word in John 14, 14, if you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Jesus said in his word, Matthew 7, 7 and 8, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Lord, we thank you for your word in Isaiah 54 and 17, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We thank you that every tongue and every word that rise up against us, that rise up against me in judgment, you shall condemn. We thank you, Jesus, that this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and our righteousness is from you. Lord, your word states in 2 Corinthians 10 through through 6, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through you to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted in itself against the knowledge of God and bringeth into captivity every thought in, into the obedience of Christ and having in a readiness to revenge, to punish all disobedience, which your obedience is fulfilled. So God, we pull down every demonic stronghold, God. God, we pull down any demonic doubt any demonic confusion, any demonic depression, any demonic heaviness, any demonic mental illness, any demonic worry, any demonic anxiety, any demonic sexual impurity, any demonic addictions and compulsiveness, any, any God, any demonic stronghold of infirmities or grief, any demonic strongholds of generational curses, demonic cursing, demonic bad language, demonic impulsive language, demonic vulgar language, demonic retaliation, any stronghold, God, of sadism, jealousy, envy, strife, contention, adultery, fornication, homosexuality, sexual immorality, witchcraft, disobedience, the demonic strongholds of suicide, hatred, violence, arrogance, pride, a proud spirit. Lord God, any demonic stronghold of sowing discord, division, unfaithfulness, gluttony, manipulation, lies, we pull down anything that should not be in our minds, that should not be in our hearts, that should not be in our thoughts, that should not be in our spirit, and should not be in our bodies. We cast them aside in the name of Jesus Christ and pour down every vain imagination that may be in us or them. Lord, we pour down high-minded spirits. Lord God, we pour down self-righteousness. Lord, we are praying today, even against the coronavirus, even against racism. We are praying against unlawful riots and vandalism, God. Praying against our lawful murders in our cities, Lord God, and in our countries, Lord God, and in our nations, Lord God, and in our territories of land that you have promised me, that you have promised us, that you have promised them, God. Lord, we are pulling down strongholds, not just for me, not just for them, but for all of us, God, but for all of us, Lord. Lord, we have prayed for today that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. We pour down and cast those things or people back to the pits of hell, never to return again. Lord God, repentance 
has to be brought back into the house of God. Teaching of hell and heaven should be brought back into the house of God, the house of prayer, the house of deliverance, the house of repentance, the house of Bethel, God. Our house of God should be called the house of Bethel the house of God, Lord. Free those who are bound. Lord, free those that are held captive by sin or by Satan. Lord, free those who said they can't be free. Lord God, free those who said they can't be changed. Free those who said they can't get loose. Lord God, free those who need help, God. Free those that feel like there is no help, that there is no hope, that they can't get loose. Free those who feel like there is no hope. And I cannot say that enough, God. Free those that feel like there is no help. Lord, be our strength. Lord, be our help, be our refuge, God. Be our strong tower, God. Lord, be our comforter, Lord God. Late in the midnight hour, Lord God. Let us call on your name when we begin to go through, God. Let us call on your name when we begin to feel lost, God. Lord, be our God and intend to our prayer on today, God, because your word says in Psalm 16, if we regard iniquity in our heart, you will not hear us. But Lord God, we thank you for grace and mercy that you will hear our prayers on today. So Lord, so Lord, you say whatever is loose will be loose. Whatever is bound will be bound. Help us to bind and help us to loose. Lord, you are Jehovah Jireh, our provider. You are Jehovah Nisi, our banner. Jehovah Rahi, our shepherd. Jehovah Rapha, our healer, Lord. Lord, you are the land of God. You are the lion of Judah. Lord, you are Jehovah Shalom, our peace God. Lord, you are Jesus Christ, the son of God. You are the light of this world, Lord God. You are the Lord God Almighty. You are King of Kings. You are Alpha and Omega. You are the beginning and the end. You are the first and the last, Lord God. You are I'm in the present, Lord God. Lord, you are the Lord over the dead and the living. So, Lord God, we ask that you be the Lord over us, God, our Lord of hosts, our most high. Lord, we know and we recognize who you are and, and what you come to do. So God, you are able to heal us. You are able to deliver us and you are able to set us free in Jesus' name. So Lord God, we believe that you died on the cross for our sins. We believe that you died on the cross for my sins and rose from the dead. Lord God, you redeemed me and you're able to redeem others by your blood. And just as well as I belong to you, Lord God, Lord God, I ask you belong to them as well. I want to live for you and so do they. Lord God, we confess our sins on today, the known and the unknown. Lord God, forgive us of our sins. Lord, we're sorry for everything that we've done and I know only be done, God. God, I renounce them all. I forgive others as others forgives others. And I want you to forgive me. And I'm asking them to forgive them of themselves as well. And God, you forgive them too. Now cleanse us and cleanse them with your blood. And Lord God, a personal invitation of salvation. And those that are watching can repeat if they will. I thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ which cleanses me now from all sin. And I come to you now as my deliverer. You know my special needs, the thing that binds, the thing that torments, the, the, the thing that defiles, that evil spirit that tries to take over my mind, that unclean spirit that should not be upon me. I claim the promise of your word. Whosoever that calleth on the name of the Lord shall be delivered, shall be saved, shall be set free. So God, I call upon you now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, deliver me and set me free. Satan, I renounce you by the blood of Jesus. Satan, I renounce you from all your works. I loose myself from you. I loose myself from you in the name of Jesus. 
and I need to lead in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And I was hearing in my spirit that somebody was asking, is she reading from her paper? Yes. I wrote my prayer down. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I wrote my prayer down because I wanted to stay focused and I wanted to just key in what needed to be prayed on and and about. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I am done. I am done. I thank you all for tuning in. I thank you all for listening. We will reside on this in the morning at 8.30 a.m. Amen. And I am praying that y'all have a terrific and wonderful weekend. Get into your word. Stay in your word. Don't come out of your word. Allow that word to go deeper into your heart. Allow the word to go deeper into your heart. So when you begin to go through, the word will come out of your heart and out of your mouth to encourage someone else. So whatever is overtaking you on today, whatever is overtaking you, go with positive, not with negative. Ask God to send you someone that will pray with you, that will lead you into salvation, that will lead you into forgiveness, that will lead you into repentance, that will lead you on the right path. Start today. Don't wait on tomorrow. Go into your secret closet. My God, go into your secret closet and begin to call out and begin to call on Jesus' name. And when you begin to ask Jesus, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to be delivered? What must I do to be free? And just begin to call on the name of Jesus. Keep calling on Jesus, 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 and allow his spirit to overtake you. Allow his spirit to come upon you. Oh my God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So on today, let this be a new day. Let it be recreated by the potter. Let him recreate you on the potter's wheel. Let him mold you. Let him shape you. Amen. So God bless you. Know that I love you. Know that God loves you more. I want to thank you for tuning into what is overtaking you. I am Elder Serena Holloway. I pass alongside my husband at Divine Worship Christian Center at 3702 Knox Lane. We have our Sunday morning services at 11 a.m. Amen. So if you don't have a church home, if you don't, if you backslid and you are afraid to go back into the house of God, just know that Divine Worship Christian Center, our slogan is the house where healing begins. But it begins with you, your walk, your relationship, your new. Amen. Amen. God bless you.